Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. I thought that would be a bigger hiss of this drink, Mason. Oh, yes. Okay. My name is James. You thought it would be a real spectacular moment for the podcast. Everybody... You thought people would meme it. <laughs> you think it would people, t- people would talk something about it for years behind. to rally behind, yeah. Yeah. Oh, something to rally behind. <laughs> <laughs> you think people would stand up against the government that all be out in the streets with a, yeah, yeah, yeah. With a whatever that is, some sort of sugar-free soda drink. Exactly. And they would all be holding one and just... You need a like figurehead. Be like that Kylie Jenner Pepsi <laughs> moment or whatever that was. <laughs> It'll be beat senseless. <laughs> Yes, Mason. It'd be big profits for the, That's right. the miscellaneous sugar-free soda company. That's right, which will not be named. But yeah, anyway, we talk movies and comics and TV shows and revolution. Well, I'm and drinking a Coca-Cola. Oh, my goodness. The official drink of the man. <laughs> of the Oh, not like, I thought you meant just like men. Just like, no, that's um, that's like the juice off like a, a, like a big bit of meat you're marinating. You, <laughs> okay. just, you just get the juice run off and you drink it. And then you get... You get some sort of horrible disease. <laughs> oh, yeah. With me as well as my co-host, Nick Mason. Hello. That's right. Now, before we get into it, big news this week, Mason. Oh, yes. Huge news. Huge news. Uh, a couple of things up top. My wife, Claire Tonti, who you know personally oh, yeah. uh, for years mm. and have known for many years <laughs> now at this point, I think, Mason. Yeah. Uh, she's released a new single, the first of her new album, which, by the way, it's very good. A lot of time people release music and you're like, this sucks. Yeah. You specifically have said that many I times. I have said that, but I disagree. So she's got a new single out and yep. and, and she messaged, she talked to us earlier and she's like, don't forget to plug the thing. And I'm like, James is going to forget, so I've got it ready here to okay, go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, here. Maybe this works. I like it. This is, it's really beautiful. (laughs) Is this real? I mean, I know it's a real song, sure, but that right. guy's post. Yes. It's his, Evidently. It's, it's his making love song. Yes. Is it real? I don't know. Because is anything real, you know, on That's Reddit. a great question. <laughs> that's not a real song. That's from a I'm, viral I mean, it's a real, it's a real song. song, but that's not Claire's real song. Hang on. No. Uh, so, no, you don't have to play it, but it is called... Uh, I have Claire's real song here. Hang on. Is it the same song you're going to do again? <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Double meme just makes it. A little bit bluesy. 
no, Claire's actual song doesn't sound anything like. No, that. if you but if you the be, if you want to help out, that would be terrific. Even if you don't like it, if you go to if you go on Spotify, Mason, <laughs> type in Claire Tonti's easiest way to find it. It's called Fear to Feel. Uh, if you could follow and like, that would yeah. be terrific because it helps get in the algorithm. And if you do like it, you said, feel free to add it to one of your own playlists because it helps also with the algorithm. There it is. Doesn't it? There's also, she's doing a live show on February 11th at the Brunswick Ballroom at 1 p.m., yeah. which I'll be at and Mason might be at depending I might be if he's at, working yes. or whatever. <laughs> and we're going to do a live podcast We're going to do a live podcast there also. We're going to insist on it. That's right. We're going to shove the live band aside. We're mm. going to be like, we got to do this. If you go to Claire's Instagram, which is ClaireTonti or ClaireTonti.com, you can book for that. If Big you... thing's happening. She's got a, she's, it's coming out on uh, on vinyl, I think. That's right. It's doing a bunch of stuff happening. Yeah. So, yeah, it already seems to be doing pretty well on Spotify. I think, I don't know anything about Spotify, <laughs> but it seems like it's, it's, it's happening. Mason. You click on it, you get a big thumbs up. You get a big thumbs up. Another thing, though, which is a big thumbs up, Mason, is a podcast I did. Ooh. I was lucky enough to guest on the 100th episode of Another Happy Pod. Now, you might know Lawrence Mason because he edits a bunch of the videos that we have and, oh, do, yes. are, and are in. Uh, him and his mate Nathan do this podcast together. And, you know, they, they try to keep it positive. They try to keep it upbeat. <laughs> and they said, what's your favorite thing? And I said, Mason's favorite movie is Sunshine. That's and not I wanna, true. And I want to talk about I that. I going to say Mason there. What's your favorite thing, Mason? No, Mason's favorite movie, Sunshine. Oh. So it was me... And Nathan and Ben surprise appearance where we talk about the movie Sunshine and dissect it <laughs> yeah. and talk about what's good and, and great and maybe not so good about it. And that was a lot of fun. If people want to listen to that below. Happy 100th episode. Happy 100th episode to everybody. How are they going to top that? They're going to quit after this one. They're going to quit. That's yeah. what they said. Yeah. Yeah. That's I insisted. <laughs> so no, that was a lot of fun. Two things that you can check out that are linked below. Here's another thing you can check out, Mason. Go on. The news of the week. We've got Avatar 2 news. We've got Avatar 4 news. We've got... Uh, Wait Ru- a second. There's something missing there. No, we've got Rush Hour news. We've got oh. Trailers Ahoy. Ah. A first look at uh, next Joker movie. And then just a whole bunch of DC stuff happened. Mm. Just bits and pieces to sift through, including Wonder Woman 3 being cancelled or not cancelled. What's happening with Superman and Henry Cavill, all of that. Some big news and then there was some huge news, some huge rumours. And then James Gunn, who is now yeah. one of the heads of DC, was like, I'll tell you, none of this is true or something. Some of it's or true. Of, or we'll most re- of it's we'll true. We'll reveal it in time, but yeah. I'm not going to tell you. That's anyway, right. I hope that clears everything up. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And then we're going to talk about the Game Awards, oh, yeah. Mason. Big week for Games Awards, don't you think? Mm. Let's start with this, though. Oh, that's all time-coded below. Collins, who edits this, he is kind enough to do that for us, Mason. You don't have to do it this week. Okay, thanks. Or any of the weeks. I've never done it any weeks. (laughs) So, Avatar 2, Splish Splash, Navi, taking a bath, Mason. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, the early so re- wait, wait, wait. So they're getting out of the water yep. as part of the way of water. And then they're and getting they're into, a into a bath. Okay. Yeah. Is there something wrong with the water in the way of water? It must be, Mason. Gross? Too, yeah. Probably too gross. slimy. It's probably slimy. It's probably yeah. slick and slimy and gross. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe it's very viscous, you know? Mm. It's just thick. Yeah. Just slightly too thick. A thick soup yeah. of ocean, yes. So the early reviews are in. People oh, yeah. walked the blue carpet okay. at the Hollywood premiere and people were loving the visuals and the frame rate and the action. And okay. people cried and laughed and they all got wrapped up in their emotions. Mate, there's some hints that maybe it's a little light on story. I don't know. We'll oh, just yeah. See what's right, happening. Right. Anyway, as I always say, and we'll continue to say, let's see. Because. <laughs> How long will you continue to say that? Always. Okay. Even these after are, the movies. These out. are very rarely accurate. That's very true, isn't it? <laughs> so. You know, it's, you get caught up in the hype and whatever. Mm. Did you? You getting caught up in the hype? We're seeing it this week. Yeah, they're going to give us a um, some sort of uh, you know avatar drink holder cup. Uh, thing. Are you going to the thing? Are you? No, it's great. No, I'm not going either. Okay, they're not. No. So um, I was going to go, mm-hmm. 
But I'm not now. That's true. I'm not going. I have another so, thing to go to. All right. So I'm not going. You're taking a principled stand against. No, no, I'll see it. I have <laughs> to see it and I will see it. And I probably would have seen it regardless. I have no principles and I will see it, Mason. That's great. And I'm curious to know, is this good or anything? But don't worry if this one's not good, Mason, because mm. I've got Avatar 4 news. This is a quote from James Cameron. Take Cameron. up on Avatar 3. No, no, listen. Okay. Oh, there's some in that in here. This is via Collider. He said, I can't tell you the details yet, but all I can say is that when I turned in the script for two, Avatar 2, Mason, okay. the studio gave me three pages of notes, and then I turned in the script for three. They gave me a page of notes, so I was getting better. <laughs> when I turned in the script for four, the studio executive and creative executive over the film wrote me with an email that said, holy fuck, and I said, <laughs> well, where are the notes? And she said, those are the notes, because it kind of goes nuts in a good way, Right. That's nuts. And then apparently Avatar 5 goes to Earth or something. So look forward to that in 2080 or whatever that's coming out. You getting Planet of the Apes vibes from this? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. You're then going to flip it. Not the the new Planet of the Apes, the original Planet of the Apes. Mm. Yeah, they did, didn't they? They, Those apes, they came to Earth and they they went. This sucks here. Well, they already all were on Earth, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the twist. But they went to present-day Earth, which was the Earth of the 70s, I guess. And they were yeah. like, look at these flared trousers. We like it, though. That part we like. Everything <laughs> else we don't. The cars are spooking us. We don't like that part. Yeah, right. So what do you think, Mason? No notes, Avatar 4? I mean, is that because the fourth movie is so good or is it the executives are just tired of giving it's notes like that he's so going to ignore? Away. Yeah, yeah that's, that is true. Yeah, yeah. it's great. It's, it's great, man. I read it. Yeah. <laughs> I read it. Someone <laughs> in my office read it. Could have been me. Could have been me. Could have been. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. How are you feeling, though, going into Avatar week? We've got the final Caravan of Garbage for the year going up. Yep. We talked about first Avatar this uh-huh. week. That'll be up on Thursday. And not to spoil anything, but we did, you know, we did, did discuss it at length. It's a movie I hadn't seen since it came out of the movies. Yeah. And I rewatched it again. And I went, you know what? These days, I'm. I, I would say that I'm... More critical of things, but I'm less cynical about oh, things. Oh, okay. And I thought, you know what? I can I can go into this with fresh eyes and be like, okay, well, I'm not going to get bogged down in whatever I was bogged down in last time, that viscous water. Yes. Uh, but I can just go in and be swept away by, mm. you know, I, 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 I feel like these days I'm, I'm less about like, well, th- this part of the movie made no sense, so I think this yeah. movie's bad. I can this go, part's oh, I love- exactly like another Exactly. Bear. I can be like, well, I didn't particularly enjoy this, but I loved this element or, you know, the visuals are great or what have you. And I'm like, I'm ready to be swept away. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I don't know if I was swept away by this movie, <laughs> this, this the first Avatar. I'm like... But you think you will be eventually swept away by one of these? Oh, maybe, sure. Maybe that one with no notes. <laughs> Sorry, maybe that's the one. I... W- I- Maybe that's tapped into something primal in the human yeah. condition and people are like, whoa. Wouldn't you love to be, because it's three hours and ten minutes, mm-hmm. and this will be all over soon, we'll know. It's been <laughs> it's, 13 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you love just to be swept away for three hours and ten minutes? Yes. Like in the ocean, a viscous water oh takes you on a God. journey. Maybe I, could be, maybe I could be swept away by that Madonna movie, Swept Away. Very good, Mason. Is that a Madonna movie? It was, was it yeah. She, yeah away? Actually, I sent over a clip of that for the Avatar Nice video that we're doing. It's the scene where the, the guy fantasizes about dumping a bowl of pasta on her and then throwing her into the ocean. What? <laughs> yeah. Why don't we talk about swept away? <laughs> we should, shouldn't we? Yeah. It was a Guy Ritchie film as well. Yeah. That's when they were married. Mm. Anyway, great. Let's let's all be swept away this week, let's all right? Be swept away. Let's make a conscious effort to be swept okay, away. Okay, I don't think that's how it works. No, Mason. I don't think you can. The, the, the entire premise You're of being swept in. away. You don't blink. <laughs> You just grit your teeth and you stare. You don't drink or you hold your pee. 
and you just focus on holding your pee and focus on being swept away. <laughs> I think I might wee accidentally if I'm. You're focusing too hard. If I'm focusing too hard on being swept away, I perhaps won't be swept away by the needs of my bladder. Is what okay, I'm I understand. Great. Yeah. Cool. Here we go, Mason. It's by a deadline. Jackie Chan has confirmed that Rush Hour 4 is in the works. Whoa. Which makes sense because the Rush Hour films in total have made $840 million despite being directed by Brett Ratner. Uh-huh. I would say even in spite of, I would say, yeah, no, that makes in sense. In collaboration with yeah, Brett sure. Ratner. But have you yeah. seen the, some of the behind the scenes of that? It's just Jackie Chan directing the movie and Brett Ratner's just nowhere. <laughs> okay, He's sure. just like, I'll get the chair and I'll flip the chair and then I'll hit you with a chair and whatever. And they're like, where's Brett? And he's like, oh, I don't know. You, you, they pan right and off, just slightly off to the side. He's in like a above ground pool, <laughs> yeah. in a big inflatable donut. He's drinking a drink with an umbrella coming out of it. I'm pretty confident we've done that. We joke have, yeah. And visual, yeah, we absolutely have. X Men Three, maybe. I think so. Wow. But that's what he does. I mean, I didn't invent it. That's what he does. <laughs> so there is no director. Atta- Sorry, there is a director attached at this point, but there hasn't been a mention of Brett Ratner. Okay. Uh, well, you know, he's got his own situation going on that people could look into. Is it crimes? Yeah, well, not, not officially. Not Someone any, in his office has done ne- crimes yeah, for sure. Not in any legal sets, like sure. somebody has come after him. Like, But yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Mason, crimes. So, yeah. But also, also I feel like there's a good chance that they'll just put it back on it. Yeah, know? of course. Yeah. That's how these things has work. Has he directed anything in a while? In, in... Mm. Doesn't, he doesn't seem like a name that's cropped up. The last in terms one I of... saw, I want to say, was like Tower Heist. Okay, right. Which was fine. That's the yeah, spirit. That's what I like to hear, Mason. It's got a real rhythm to it, doesn't it? Well, see, it has an interesting rhythm, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It does. Mm. So he directed the Hercules movie. That was the last one he directed. Oh, the The Rock, the, which Hercules. I actually didn't mind. I didn't mind that fair. one either. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. But that's probably due to the raw charisma of The Rock. That's true. Oh, we'll get into that as well. Big, oh, yeah. big Rock traverses <laughs> big, this week, Mason. Big, a big Rock traversal. The Rock reveals that due to wacky Hollywood accounting, maybe the Black Adam will be making some money. So cop that, haters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got us. You did get us. Uh, trailers ahoy, Mason. <laughs> what do you see on board? Trailers? Yeah, but what one specifically? Oh, I'm seeing the trailer for, um, God, this guy. Just have a good look. I'm looking through my spyglass. Oh, I was using, I was I was looking through with my with my eye patched eye. That's why oh, I couldn't see. Oh, and the wrong way. Yeah, and the wrong way also. Yeah, okay. So just seeing a really tiny eye patch. <laughs> I'm seeing the trailer for... It's got Robert Pattinson. Oh, Mickey 17. That's right. So this is based on the Edward Ashton novel, Mickey 7. This is Bong Joon-ho's next movie who, of course, uh, did Parasite Mm. most recently, but also many other terrific films. Why do you think they've changed it from Mickey 7 to Mickey 17? Well, the idea of the premise of this book, Mason, which I have read, by the way, I don't mind telling you, is that Mickey is a disposable worker who sent out on on missions on like to go like the frontiers of space and whatever. Uh-huh. And if they need somebody to do a really dangerous thing, they send him in okay. because they can. They, he's just cloned again and again. Ah, it's so, a moon situation. Yeah, in the in, yes. So in the book, he's up to seven because the book saw Mickey seven, and then I guess they just went, "We'll do seventeen. It sounds better." Yeah, Mickey seventeen again. That's right. Yeah. Uh. So it's if you like like The Martian. It's like that kind of vibe, you know? Interesting, it's, uh, it's, okay. It's, it's, it's a fun read, yeah. Okay. Mm, and so, it doesn't sound fun for Mickey 7 no. or 17. Yeah. And it's a bit of that, well, if I am a clone and who were the previous one, well, what's, what's real? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Can you nice. tell us what is real? 
I mean, it's whatever, you know. That's great. It's whatever you see and do. Uh huh. Sure, that is true. <laughs> is that helpful? Yeah, it's really helpful. <laughs> so it really I, helps me get swept away in the narrative that is life. There is kind of a uh, like a lightness. Like almost like a comedic kind of red dwarf element to the okay. so red dwarf episode, obviously mm. to the um to the book, and I don't know whether the movie's going to go with the kind of different, more sinister vibe because it's also a very sinister premise as well. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I quite liked it, um, and you know, he's an amazing director. So that's true. Let's and Mark Ruffalo is in it. Tony Collette's in it. Naomi Aki's in it. Stephen Yuen is in it. Oh. So these are all good names. Do you think they're going to use the song "Hey Mickey"? Yes. Huh? Hey, Mickey, 17, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, 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 song. yeah. Hey, Mickey, 17. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> They're going to get some 41 to cover Mickey, Ooh, 17. Very good, Mason. Uh, so, Mason. Anyway, there was, there was nothing to that trailer. There's nothing. No, it's just a little tease. He's coming yeah. out of a cloning pod and he's upside yeah. down and whatever. And he says his famous line, where the frick am I? Yeah, what's this? What's this and where, where the am frick I? Am I? Where, where the frick am I, James, please? And it's what, the future. Okay, yeah, where the frick am I? When the frick am I? Oh. Thank you. We also got, I don't know if you saw this, Mason, the very first image of Joker 2 Double Trouble. To I Jokers. didn't see that, no. Have a look at okay. uh, comicbookmovie.com has it. Whoa. It's a good website. You could go to Todd Phillips's Instagram where he posted it. Oh, my God. Mason. Oh, my God. There's so many places you could visit it at. I'm going to look at Todd Phillips's Instagram. One L, two L's. I don't know. Ask him. Two L's. You don't follow Todd Phillips? No. Why not? I uh, don't want to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a hangover fan? It's a great point. I should. I should. Okay, he's having a bit of a shave. It's, yeah. it's Joaquin Phoenix. He's looking skinny as all heck. Yeah, he's looking skinny. He's having, a skinny big, he's having a big shave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Who do you think's giving him a big shave? Well, I think he's probably in the asylum and whatever. Mm. And they have to. Yeah. Because they can't yeah, give yeah, him a yeah. razor. That's true. Because he'll do. He'll go Joker on them. That's true. He'll go all goblin mode on them. <laughs> okay. Don't you think? Yes, James. Just because just because it's been put in the Oxford English Dictionary or whatever doesn't mean you can adopt the slang of the youth, okay? <laughs> I can do it. No. If Elon Musk can say it, I could say it, Mason. Mm. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah? I guess, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I just can't picture you going goblin mode. I'm right? not going goblin mode. I know. I'm, I'm acknowledging when something is going, going to go goblin mode or has mm. or is in the process of going goblin mode. Okay. Do you understand? Vaguely. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. It's because I'm younger than you. It's true. <laughs> By mere months. God. Mason, it's just going to be DC just all the time now, all right? Mm. This is, I got a lot of notes. And yeah. I guess the best place to start uh, is to do a pause in the recording to make sure everything checks and then we'll, and then we'll go again. Oh, yeah, nice. Great. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh-huh. Mason, before we just, just get into all of this, yes. I'm going to have to go goblin mode on this James Gunn tweet because oh, no. I feel like this is a good caveat okay. for everything to come afterwards, okay? okay? So there was a bunch of rumours, stories, mm. some things pretty much confirmed, some mm. things speculation From the Hollywood Reporter, no and less. And various other Because I'm pretty ready to discount any of these kind of rumours, yeah. but if the Hollywood Reporter has it, you know. Exactly. So anyway, this is what James Gunn They're said. They're reporting on Hollywood. That's right. Not even Hollyweird. No, mm. which is not as good, I think. Or the same? I, <laughs> I think it's as good. Okay, great. Yeah. We should change the sign. Who can we petition for that? Gavin oh. Newsom? Is he a, the governor or something? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, or yeah. the mayor, one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you'd have to do is because isn't it the case with the Hollywood sign that it was really it was really dilapidated and okay. it, was, it was on the verge of falling to bits, so mm. they had to... A bunch of celebrities, they each sponsored a letter and they okay. got them. So you'd have to talk to the last three letter people and yeah. you'd have to get them to – you'd have to pay them off and then we could demolish the OOD yeah. and then we could get 
some other celebrities to put E I R D there. We'd have to get. Oh some, no, we could move the. We could just move the D. We could. Yeah, just move the D. We could get some rude celebrities. Johnny Knoxville. Yes. Seth MacFarlane. Mm. There's some good rude celebrities yeah, yeah, that would yeah. be involved. We they've, they've gotten they've gotten plenty of money and a Amy lot of knocks Schumer, to the head. Amy Schumer, rude celebrity. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm loving this. We could get a change to anything. Yeah, definitely. But Holly Weird. Would, yeah, is what we change yeah. it to. Yeah, 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 we'll maybe leave it like that for a decade. Then we'll reassess. Okay. We'll see who's weird. So many weird. <laughs> weird Al, obviously. He's not that weird. Mm. I mean, he's weird, but you know. Um, I said to my brother, happy birthday, send him a message. Which brother? His birthday, the one you like. And he okay. just wrote back, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he meant to send more or? No, I think that was okay, it. Okay, right. So there you go. Hmm. Mason? Yes. This is what James Gunn said. So as far as the story yesterday in the Hollywood Reporter, some of Hollywood, some of it is true, some of it is half true, some of it is not true, and some of it we haven't decided yet whether it's true or not. Although this first month at DC has been fruitful, building the next 10 years of story takes time and we're still just beginning. Peter and I, you know, they're doing Peter Saffron Mm. together, chose to helm DC Studios knowing we were coming into a fractious environment, both in the stories being told and the audience itself, and there would be an unavoidable transitional period as we moved into telling a cohesive story across film, TV, animation, and gaming. But in the end, the drawbacks of the transitional period were dwarfed by the creative possibilities and the opportunity to build upon what we worked in DC, what what has worked in DC so far, and is and uh, and help to rectify what has not. We know we're not going to make every single person happy. We insist on that. No, that's insane. <laughs> every step forward of the way, but we can promise everything we do is done in the service of story and in the service of DC characters. We know you cherish, and we have cherished our whole lives. As for more answers about the future of the DCU, I will sadly have to ask you to wait. We are giving these characters and stories the time and attention they deserve, and we will over. And we ourselves still have a lot more questions to ask and answer. Let's start with something that was potentially happening before. This takeover, Mason. Go on. And that was there was talk of Black Adam 2 and a Hawkman spinoff. But then, of course, it was reported this week that Black Adam lost somewhere between 50 to $100 million. Mm. Then, of course, The Rock came out swinging on Twitter. <laughs> That's right. Saying, actually, it made money, actually. It made actually, some if money. You, if you factor in all the stuff that hasn't happened let, yet, like video on demand and 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 DVDs and, and Funko Pop sales, actually – it's going to make yeah. some money. so Yeah, and it probably will eventually on streaming and whatever. But, you know, my normie mates caught oh, yeah. up with and it came up, that movie, and mm. they were just like, just not very, no, didn't like mm. it. And, you know, so I think that's the sign of where people are yeah. at, you know. There's a Deadline article I have here from Anthony D'Alessandro and it says, Dwayne Johnson, DC, pick Black Adam to profit. Here's how. Um, <laughs> Here's how, Okay. It's the first paragraph says there's some snarking going on out there that Black Adam is poised to lose fifty to hundred million dollars, and that is simply not true. I would argue there's more snarking in this article, but it's been first night. Yeah, Deadline film finance sources, meaning people who do this for a living and those close to the film, say this movie is bound to break even and be in the black. Terrific. It's great. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean though? By how well, much? Well, with a global gross of three hundred ninety million dollars and a hundred ninety-five million dollar production cost and a PNA spend between eighty and hundred million dollars. The, D- the Dwayne Johnson DC New Line film is looking to net between $52 and $72 million. But then you've got to look at distribution. and uh, Also not included in that amount is an extra source of cash from Black Adam merchandise. What What are we talking about here? <laughs> Name a thing that has been doesn't selling say, well. Doesn't yeah. say. Probably Burger King burgers. 
But that's also a real stretch to be like, yeah. you haven't factored into this movie something outside of the mm. movie. We're talking strictly the, the movie it's, itself. Hey, I'm it. just going by the article by... That you wrote. <laughs> that's right. I'm just going by this article that clearly was um, purchased by Dwayne Johnson's PR representatives. Um, all of this, including a B-plus cinema score, is good enough for Black Adam to be a franchise starter. Read, the first Captain America made $370 million worldwide. No. Because the Dwayne Johnson said that as well. 100% yeah, no, somebody's... That's, yeah, that's not the same. It's not the same at all. That's a movie that came out on, like... Knowing that it wasn't going to be huge, yeah, they didn't give the main guy fifty million dollars or whatever he would have got, mm-hmm. probably twenty, and then it, it was backed immediately by the Avengers and yeah. then a series of movies until it culminated in twenty nineteen. Yeah. This doesn't feel like it's going anywhere. And I would say three hundred and seventy million dollars at the time would have been like that would have been, that was really impressive. Yes, especially for considering a lot of superhero movies that were was absolute twelve duds. years ago. It was twelve years ago, but clearly they've gone backwards and they've gone. Okay, let's look at the box office. Let's look at a good. Let's find a good one that didn't. Yeah, do Yeah, yeah. Let's look at all good. the box office for all the Marvel movies, and we'll go. We'll keep going until we find <laughs> one that didn't do that great. There in is, terms of like an Endgame movie. Or what? Oh, this only made three hundred seventy million dollars. There's no way that that movie either cost $190 million or whatever, the first Avenger that is. I reckon that would be like max $120 million, maybe $150. Let's have a look. $140. There you go. Uh, I have read the claims that Black Adam will lose money. That is false, exclaimed producer and financier Joe Singer, mm-hmm. who deals greatly in motion picture slate financing. Oh. The picture may be considered disappointing since it had Dwayne Johnson in a DC film. However, the picture will pass break even and throw off a bit of profit. Was Black Adam as big as Hobbs and Shaw, which yielded an $84 million profit after all ancillaries? No, but you need to remember that the Fast and Furious spin-off had Russia and didn't face the headwinds of a strong dollar overseas. I don't need to remember anything, Mason. Hobbs and Shaw also had the benefit of China, where Johnson is big. That's true. pick making $201 million. Note the theatrical rental return back to the US is only around 25%. And there's no home market in the PRC. Uh, that is true about the China thing, though. That, mm. that is absolutely true, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I like how they had to compare it to Hobbs and Shaw, which also didn't do that well. And, and is a bad movie. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Look, man, maybe do some Shazam. Maybe you should have done some Shazam stuff with it. Maybe. You know? Mm-hmm. And just, he's not an anti-hero. He's a guy who's like, I don't want to. And then he's like, oh, I will. Mm. Boy, this, this, this really gets into the weeds in terms of numbers. <laughs> this paragraph says, uh. This, this reads like somebody explaining to a girl that he likes why she should date him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? What do you mean? I'm a nice guy. I've got a car. Mm. I have a job. I understand that Johnson's deal wasn't as aggressive as as his previous deals. He received his $20 million upfront fee and stands to profit, according to our numbers, which is at cash break-even zero. There's a 40% profit pool (laughs) shared by director Jaume Collette-Serra, who picks producers Bo Flynn and Seven Bucks, Talent and Johnson, who is the largest participant at more than 10%. That comes out of the net $52 million. This shared pool goes into effect after the studio breaks even. No one on Black Adam received first dollar gross per hour understanding. Just goes on like this. All right. (laughs) Residuals and home entertainment costs are rolled into our total costs. Boy, they're really doing some Hollywood accounting here, but it seems in reverse. (laughs) It's like normally they do Hollywood accounting if somebody has a deal where they're like, okay, you get a percentage of the net profits. They go, oh, no, actually catering was really expensive and then we had to distribute it and when you factor in all those costs, you actually owe us money, star of this movie. But in this they've – They've thrown the gears into reverse and they're like, well, actually, if you factor in all these other things that we don't normally factor in, this is going to make some money. And there's a cost breakdown. <laughs> it's a little spreadsheet. What are you doing, <laughs> Deadline? 
Sequel and franchises are the lifeblood of our business, added Singer. They have a reduced risk profile and generally a higher upside. The fact that there are discussions about a Black Adams sequel is how a studio builds long-term sustainable value. Yeah, isn't it? So basically they're going, okay, well, Captain America didn't make that much, but the sequel's made more. Yeah. But you also have to factor in that people liked Captain America. (laughs) So. And I liked Black Adam fine, but I'm the only one evidently. So. (laughs) But you wouldn't go into bat for it, would you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> anyway, THR says that that's... I'd go in for a Justice Society movie without question. 100%. If they bring in bring in like four more guys for the roster, yeah. great. I would love that. I agree. Anyway, THR says that that Hawkman slash Black Adam 2 spinoff or whatever is not going to happen, okay. both of those movies, right. the sequel and the spinoff. So, yeah, well, we'll they didn't see. say no to Justice Society though, did they? No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he... Like he, he appears again, mm. obviously, but there's yeah. no way they'd pump $200 million into another one of these. Mm. Uh, Jeff Snyder also says that Christina Hodgson, on the she wrote the Batgirl slash the Flash movie. She was actually working on a Michael Keaton Batman movie that was going to be Batman Beyond. Crushing. This was before, I know, well, <laughs> oh, what? before Batgirl oh. was cancelled. Right. Now, what, why I say, well, first of all, I would love this. Mm. He's the perfect choice to do Batman Beyond because yeah. he's the old Batman and he's old now. Yes. Terry McGuinness. It's the perfect choice, mm. right? I mean, Affleck I think could work, but also he's just – I feel like he just started and left. Yeah, at the same for sure. Time. Yeah, yeah. Keaton's perfect. He's also in the weird gothic universe, which the, the TV show is sort of in, but not really, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But if Batgirl came out, Batgirl, Batgirl's set like now. Yes. So you couldn't really do the weird neon – like nightmare gothic future, like what happens? Is, oh, I see what there, you're saying. Is there a big flashpoint? Because he would look roughly the same age. He'd look, and, well, he'd look the same and it would be the same kind of era, you know? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I'd want to see like... Can you imagine Tim Burton's Batman universe, like that gothic city, but some of it's been torn down and now there's like super yes, high-tech buildings that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'd want to see. And I just think if Batgirl had been linked to it, which presumably it would have, mm. I don't know how that would have worked. Like at all, like the, the maybe epi- they de-age him for if they were going to re-release um, if they were going to re- release Batgirl at some point, which I still don't think they are. Yeah, I think the idea maybe would be, you make the, him even the older. Smart, no, the, yes, the smart money would be de-age him in Batgirl. Yeah, and then have him be his regular age in Batman Beyond. I okay, guess. sure, yeah, but that wasn't how they they filmed it. No, though. absolutely not. Yeah. That would work. Well, he's in Flashpoint as well, hmm. so you know we'll find again like. <laughs> Set like he's all Batman, yeah, 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 and it's yeah. in and it's in the, the modern day. It, yeah, I have a series of tweets here that delight me no end. This is from uh, at Cooper Cooper Co. Okay, in, in response to the Hollywood Reporter news, um, something so reassuring that no matter what is happening in the world, the DC films are always being in a state of total overhaul. <laughs> that Man of Steel two that Cavill probably quit The Witcher for and just announced also gone. So funny, the Flash is DOA for multiple reasons. And there's another tweet from a boy named Posh. He says. The Flash existing in a quantum state where it may or may not feature Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, and Henry Cavill is incredible. And this last tweet from Tim X Price says, Doing a multiverse movie where you cut out all the references to your other movies and franchises due to inscrutable corporate politics is a good bit. It's like re-editing Space Jam into a movie about LeBron playing a normal basketball game. (laughs) I mean, it would probably be a better movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) He's great That's, at basketball, that guy, as far as, I, as far as I know. That is the goat, they say. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just think the idea of future Batman that's just now is just Batman. Yes. And not interesting. 
So, mm. you know, he's got the glidey suit and the electricity yeah, and yeah, whatever, yeah. And, and you can stealth and... But if it's that, if it just means he's got, like, a fancy suit now. Like, who gives a mm, shit? What are we, what's that? That's a great point. Anyway, I hope they do it, but they they do, a, like, a good version of yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, this is by The Wrap. Although Gunn and Saffron have been given a mandate to reshape the DC landscape, there's apparently things that they're not going to mess with, according to one Hollywood insider, and that is Matt Reeves' sequel to The Batman, J.J. Uh-huh. Abrams' black-led Superman movie with Ta-Nehisi Coates writing, and Todd Phillips' Joker 2. And Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman 3, which we'll come back to. Right. Do you think there's a chance they will make Robin Pattinson the mainline Batman? And Because if that's going forward yeah. and Penguin's going forward as a TV series. Yeah, right. And he's young. Yeah. So, and he'd probably do it, I guess. Does he fit in with the James Gunn? section of this universe would you would he work in the say like the suicide if you made an appearance in the next the suicide squad do you think that would fit yeah i think honestly if i was james gunn and peter saffron and whatever i would so you're james gunn and peter saffron. i'm both of them okay. i'm an amalgamation i stepped into a transporter <laughs> yeah okay i would at, at the end of flash the flash movie mm-hmm. the flash comes back and it's robert pattinson like yeah. if i was going to do this version uh-huh. that is yeah that is if they wanted to make but also i love the idea of that Batman series just not being encumbered yeah. by anything else. Because I don't think you could I don't think you could replace, say, Affleck Batman mm. with a new guy. Yeah. Because people wouldn't accept that. But if you, you this, you know, Pattinson's got a little bit of traction. I think maybe you'd have to make the suit bigger. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, what if you yeah. what if you had in when he in the Batman movies, he looks as he does, you know, in the in the in the Batman, mm. sort of more lankier. But then when he's taking on the Suicide Squad, for example, they put him in a kind of Dark Knight Returns power yeah. suit kind of situation. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because he's probably not going to – maybe he'd be in a Justice League sequel or something like that, but he's not going to be the main character in a new Suicide Squad or, no. or Peacemaker or something like that. Yeah. So you just have him show up and he's like, oh, he's got to fight King Shark, so he puts this big suit on. And then he could be Pattinson Batman yeah. and he doesn't have to work out. He wouldn't even be Which he doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's also said um, – so I'm going to touch on some of these – Apparently, again, according to THR, Jason Momoa is stepping down as Aquaman after Aquaman 2, Aquaman, if you're another place in the world, <laughs> and he's going to play Lobo. Right. You saw that interview, right, where they, that, they were yeah. like, you're going to be Lobo. He's like, who told you? I'm not. <laughs> I would never say anything. <laughs> I'm Lobo. He, I mean, amazing, right? Yeah. Amazing Lobo. Makes sense. Now let's talk about Wonder Woman 3. Okay. So Warner Brothers film group co-chairpersons and CEOs Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi. <laughs> they have a series of profit and loss statements here, <laughs> and they're going to show you how actually it means that everybody liked Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> no. Oh. They didn't think the treatment for Wonder Woman 3 worked and decided not to move forward with the film in its current iteration. Gunn and Saffron, who had nothing to do with this decision, also agreed that the treatment didn't work. Now, Jenkins was actually asked if she would consider pitching something else for okay. Wonder Woman 3, and she apparently refused and, and said uh, that they were wrong and they didn't understand her, didn't understand the character and didn't understand character arcs and didn't understand what she was trying to do and actually sent an email to DeLuca with a link to the Wikipedia definition of character arc. Ouch, burn. Love that. Wow. Yeah. Look, I don't know who's right or wrong in this situation, but if I were an executive and somebody was like, uh, excuse me, here's the definition of character arc on Wikipedia, I'd call some people and be like, how can we get this person fired? <laughs> it seems as if, if this is true, she left. Mm. She said, I'm not pitching anything else yeah, and I'm right. leaving. Didn't, did, I, did you also read this, that perhaps one of the 
premises of Wonder Woman 3 was that Steve Trevor comes back to life again. He's brought back in the Lazarus pit. Was that a, was that a joke I thing, don't though? know. Yeah, I you did, can't rule it out. That's I did the see that. But there I, are certain premises I feel like if if you were to say, well, actually the rumours about the next Marvel movie is this happening, I'd go, well, that's an obvious lie because they've got a real handle on this sort of stuff. And, they, yeah. you know, Feige knows what he's doing there. But if, if you were to say, no, actually they're bringing back Steve Trevor again, I can't rule that out for DC, honestly. There's also a, a leak here that I've got that says, again, this is just on Twitter, it says that he was going to be fucking, uh, um, he was going to be Hal Jordan or something as well. Okay, sure. Yeah, so right. he was going to be the secret bastard son of Steve Trevor, which also wouldn't make sense because he's from like World War One, so that's mm. probably not true. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think that would be looking a way, a way to bring Chris Pine back, but I can also understand their reluctance because Wonder Woman 1984 is not good, mm. and I hate to say that because yeah. the first one I really enjoyed. I can't I, remember what rating I gave it when we reviewed it, Yeah, but, I mean, all my memories of it are terrible. So. <laughs> but apparently, which I like this, Gal Gadot, or Gadot, I think it is. It Depending where is, you are in yeah, the world. Uh, she's still attached. Right. And speaking of, she actually tweeted that she was coming back for Wonder Woman 3 the day before this broke. That's right. So I wouldn't be surprised if she hangs around to do Wonder Woman. Also, she should. Because mm. I like her as one. She's got that kind of Chris Reeve kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think th- it would be great if she would stay on. Did but- you, uh, speaking of Chris Pine, did you see the uh, new Dungeons and Dragons poster for the new upcoming movie? All faces. Pretty bad, right? Just it's all bad. faces, it's a, Mason. It's a shame, yeah. Is there enough faces there? So many faces. They're, they've made it. People should stop doing these. Make a classic, like, 1980s, like, Dungeons right? Dra- Dungeons and Dragons, like, hand like painted. Yes. Doesn't even have to look accurate. No. Just like like that, like the cover of an old Dungeons and Dragons box set. Yeah, or whatever. that'd be cool. I saw some like that looks like Dungeons and Dragons, the fucking last movie yeah, they yeah. made, exactly. Or the, whatever yeah. the two thousands one. And I've seen some like early reviews of this. You know, pr- some previous screenings of people are like it's pretty silly for Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, have you played have you Dungeons ever and played? Dragons? <laughs> It's the silliest it's, thing. It's people sitting around a table th- saying the stupidest things they can think of. That's what Dungeons and Dragons is. But anyway, I'm 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 still looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Posters, yeah. you know, you know, they commissioned. They said put all the people on the poster, and that's what happened. I read know? something as well here because the the owners of um, you know like a Goonies esque even Dungeons and Dragons kind of right? like mm. I don't know a Drew Struzan thing maybe. I yes. don't know. Didn't he retire? He's retired. He did. Yeah. You, but, you know, go. people can do get it. AI to do it. Just get, get an AI, AI to just do put it. Put it all in a big yeah, box. Yeah. Put it in a box and say, make me a poster. I read this week that. Um, Wizards of the Coast, who own Dungeons and Dragons now, were like, mm, "We feel like it's under monetized. We're going to wait a Dungeons get and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. We need to. We need to really because how it works with Dungeons and Dragons generally is you you get the you get the basic rule books. There's like two or three, yeah. and then you just you can do it forever. Yeah, kind of thing. You can make your own adventures. So it looks like they're. They're That's true. Shit. They don't have like Warhammer figurines to sell and shit, do they? I mean, they do. They I'd do, imagine, but, but I, not. But like you can't this. force people to buy them, <laughs> which is what they're hoping will the happen. The problem is they put all the power in people's imagination. That's right. That's where they fell down. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. needed to buy something. Continually. They need to get. The, they need to get the player's handbook and the dungeon master's guide or whatever, and just delete huge sections yes. of it. And- so- also, also, you can get any version of it, right? Yeah, oh, and yeah. just use that forever. You can get I and mean, adapt it however you wish. You can you just wish. know the rules, sort yeah. of. You can just be like, you can, you can even do like, you can even just sort of make them up as you go. You yeah, can be like I swing my sword. What does that do? I don't know. You did? What? Yes. Crocodile got you. Crocodile got you. Sorry, man. <laughs> Whatever. You can just make stuff up. Like you don't have to. You don't have to go, oh, well, a sword does one six-sided dice of damage. You can be like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, so, crocodile got you. Crocodile got you. It's magic, though. <laughs> it's sword-proof. Sorry. 
Sorry. You shouldn't have annoyed me the other week. That's right. Now your character's dead. Yeah, you took the last bit of pineapple pizza. No, but I don't know I don't know how they're gonna monetize people's imagination, but I cannot wait to see what they think of. If look, if it was me, mm-hmm. you make a fucking amazing video game. Yes. That's how you would do it. Yeah. But they won't do that. They'll do something with like Magic the Gathering style Wizards cards. Of the or Coast, something. if you're out there and you're listening, bring back the Dungeons and Dragons side scrolling arcade games. Agreed. Put them on Switch and I'll buy them. Yep. I won't buy them. It's 25 bucks in the bank, baby. I'll get Mason to tell me if they're all right. Okay, I yeah. still won't. Even if he's like amazing, I won't buy them. But mm. that would be great. Mm. Yeah. Good stuff, great Mason. Stuff, yeah. This is via no, – this is again via THR. This is about Superman. Oh. So cameos in forthcoming DC movies would have breadcrumbed into a giant tentpole movie inspired by the now classic Crisis on Infinite Earth comics from the 1980s. So that's what they were apparently thinking of building towards, okay. right? <laughs> yeah. Walter Hamada wanted – uh, the Crisis film, to mark the long-awaited return of Henry Cavill okay. uh, as Superman, obviously. Yeah. But Black Adam star Dwayne Johnson had his own plans and muscled his own Cavill return. Oh, my. So they were – so the the initial the, – the, the A plan, The I suits guess. and the bean counters were thinking about, okay, we'll wait a bunch more movies. Yeah, and we'll build to like a big – Okay, we'll do Flashpoint, we'll build a multiverse, we'll yep. do all this sort of stuff, and at the end Superman shows up and people go, hooray. We love him. I think that would be a bad idea. Yeah. No, I mean, I think you'd have to make a bunch of good movies yeah, <laughs> in a row. Right. I think there would be interest in it, but if they went what, whatever they've been doing, yeah, yeah. Black Adam, Flash with a, yeah. with a terrible person in it. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's a, Superman showing up at the end of Black Adam, you know, that builds hype. You're not going to get that annoying guy on the internet who, who's in a movie theatre and plans <laughs> his opportunity to scream and ruin people's experience if you're doing it if if you're doing it you know years down the track yeah he's not going to be doing annoying screams about the no. crisis on infinite earth or whatever no there's no time there's no time everyone's busy uh also warner brothers apparently shutting down man of steel 2 with the returning henry cavill uh these characters were apparently going to cameo in the flash a highly anticipated time travel adventure movie released on June 16th, which, by the way, moved forward a week, I think. Mm. Cavill shot his part of the cameo in September, which I guess is when he did the Black Adam one yeah, as well. Yeah. But sources say there is debate inside the studio as to whether or not to keep the cameo and its inclusion uh, and its inclusion because it promises something that the studio would have no plans on delivering. So Warner Brothers also cautions that no plans have been finalised and The Flash remains an unlocked picture. So I think The Flash, depending yes. on who cameos or doesn't, mm. is really got to determine what's coming next. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, Because they can't yeah. put in Henry Cavill if they're mm. not making a Henry Cavill Superman movie. It's just... I wonder if James Gunn's love of kind of D-list characters mm. is going to push the emphasis away from characters like Batman and Superman. No. And he's going to move more towards, like, you know, your rat catchers and so on and so forth. No, well, it's funny you should say that because somebody asked him about Superman on Twitter and he wrote, Superman is a huge priority if not the biggest priority. So go. I just don't think you can build – you have to put him in. Yeah, Like no, you just sure. have – like it's just – you need that, those core, the Trinity and whatever and then, yeah, you know, people outside of that. But I mean maybe it's the case of – maybe it's going to be Superman and the rest of second stringers kind of thing. Superman and the duds. Superman and the duds, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the Dudstus League. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, you know, that's how the Marvel MCU started. I agree. Is, is, is B-listers. Yeah. And maybe he's like, well, I love all these weird characters. So, yeah, we'll have Superman do a big adventure, but we'll also build some, you know, good movies with little characters that nobody cares about. I would love good movies Because there's no, characters. 
there's no narrative barriers no. with the terrible characters that nobody remembers. And he knows that from doing a good Suicide Squad movie and the Guardians movies. Yeah, yeah. Like he knows that you could just pretty much do anything in those movies and mm. people are like, yeah, cool, whatever. Yeah. I don't care if this costume's different. Exactly. You know? Because if But if you do Superman, they're like, when are you going to do Doomsday? Yeah. When are you going to do Doomsday we again? We did it. We did it. When are you going to do it again? Wasn't though? that a different universe? I don't know, man. Fuck. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. But again, it's we're just we're in flux once again. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, Andy Muschietti, who directed The Flash, wanted to make a hopeful and heroic Richard Donner style movie, mm-hmm. Superman movie, uh, and there was even desire for another Superman uh, Justice League movie with the Snyderverse heroes from higher up. So that was also apparently in the works. Okay, uh, along with Happy Superman. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, maybe in flux <laughs> maybe. an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If this is even true. Now, Deadline also said that Cavill, we here, took it upon himself to announce the return as the Man of Steel on Instagram in October, uh, the day before Saffron and Gunn were named the heads of DC. Man of Steel 2 remains an open slot until the studio hears a better pitch. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think you should replace him. No. I think you should keep him and do, do something good. But I think also it looks like they just could. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a good chance here that they want to just clean slate yeah. most of this, mm-hmm. keep Peacemaker and not much else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, also, as James Gunn said, Peter and I will help guide the already filmed projects for the next year and the new slate won't start until after Aquaman 2, which I believe is the end of next year. Right. So that's when things are really and truly going to kick off, Mason. Okay. So that's everything. Yeah. Not everything. Well, I mean, here's one more thing. Okay. Somebody, one more bit of news? Someone at, yeah, yeah, someone at the Den of Nerds mm. on Twitter said, James Gunn does not like Henry Cavill. And somebody's tagged this, James yeah. Gunn and said, care to debunk this one? And James Gunn has said, sure, false. <laughs> and then the Den of Nerds has said, even more people have reached out to me since you said this to tell me you really don't like him. Crossed arms emoji. Just saying what I heard, prayer hands emoji. And James Gunn says, so weird. You seem so plugged in. Anyway, I just had 40 people reach out to me to say you just got kicked out of your mom's basement. So sorry, man. Ooh, sick burns on the internet. this guy, right? Also, I follow James Gunn. Don't engage with any of that. No, (laughs) not worth it. Never worth it. it. Yeah. Yeah. We can do it because we're petty. That's absolutely uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll pursue any petty grievance to the bitter end. (laughs) But James Gunn, he's got stuff going on. We don't yeah, have don't any stuff going it, on. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I like that he's getting ahead of a bunch of this stuff, though. Mm. He's been like, that's not true. Some of this is true. And, yeah, I think it is in – I think, yeah, like he said, I just think it is in flux. And also, you know, let him have some surprises. I love surprises. If he was like, yes, to be clear, mm. we're cancelling this and this and we're going to have a surprise Ratcatcher movie. Yeah. There it is. She's going to kill Superman. Yeah, she's going to kill Superman. The rats are going to eat kryptonite him. rat. <laughs> <laughs> Kryptonite teeth the rat. <laughs> Great stuff. Anything else, Mason, or should we move it along? And you might be like, well, how could she sneak up on him with a kryptonite rat and like the time that uh, Bloodsport shot him with a kryptonite bullet? Yeah. To which I say it happens off camera. Yeah. And you don't. It's it's just real quick. How can you just give him a lead box with a rat in it? Yeah, nice, yeah. yeah this is for You're you. Like, what's in this rat? What's in this lead box? I'd say it's not a rat. Mm. And if it was a rat, it definitely wouldn't be a kryptonite toothed rat. That's true. And he's so kind and forgiving he would open that box and the rat would get him yeah yeah to death yes get him to death (laughs) it's the most festive time of the year and HelloFresh is here to help make the most of every moment from holiday hosting to dinners during busy weeknights you can count on HelloFresh to deliver fresh ingredients and seasonal recipes tis the season for saving money also whenever you can 
HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. So you can use those savings for holiday gifts. Or why not treat yourself? HelloFresh can also help you eat better amid all the holiday temptations. Their meals have 20% fewer calories than takeout. So you can still have full flavor just without the guilt. Now, we've been, we've been doing the HelloFresh on and off for years now. And let me tell you something that we tried recently. I'm going to tell you this right now. The Herbie Chicken Burger and Sweet Potato Fries with caramelized onions and creamy pesto. All these meals, incredibly easy to cook. We cook them with kids. Easy to follow recipe cards and all of that. It's a lot of fun. Very quick to do. And just bloody banging out. It's like, bada bing, here we go. Here's a, here's a HelloFresh meal. Now you can eat this and, and it's ready. It's a good, fun time to put it together. I mean, it takes longer with kids, obviously, because they're all like, blah, 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 blah. You, you know, you know what I'm talking about. If you did it on your own, it'd be, it'd, it'd be even shorter. But it's not about that. It's about the learning. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. Go to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyPlanet18 and use code WeeklyPlanet18 for 18 free meals plus free shipping. That's right. Go to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyPlanet18 and use code WeeklyPlanet18 for 18 free meals plus Free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. 
That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. You got this. God damn it, son of a What the is happening here? Or sales. Now I prefer the don't you? And I'm sure you do too, because that's the sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. That's online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Set up Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Nix, Cotton, Magnolia, so many. Now, you might be thinking, sure, but migrating all of this is going to be a headache. Well, Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate your product, plus orders, customers, and more from every major e-commerce platform to Shopify. And look, maybe you're something like me. You know, you're one of those, don't put me in a box, people. I'm always saying that to people. I'm saying, don't put me in this box. If you put me in this box, I'm just going to have to get out of the box. You're wasting your time. Put the box away. And thankfully, with Shopify, this will never be the case because you get to control your brand and business. All of that is always in your hands from your storefront look to your back office operations. Because look, have you ever been checking out from an online store and you got to pull out your credit card, you type in all the numbers and you're like, oh, which, oh, this card's expired. Oh, where's that other, where's my wallet? Oh, Well, the Shopify store, it actually remembers your shipping address and payment information. So if, say, you're on the couch or I'm on the couch, we're on different couches, and my wallet's like, I, I don't even know where my wallet is, but it's somewhere else. Then I don't even have to get up. I can just stay there. I love not getting up. So stop leaving sales on the table. Switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Insert cha-ching sound effect. Before we talk the Game Awards, I guess it's it seems like it was a mess. Mm, and they need people to come in and just be like, just streamline all of this, have an idea of what's happening, mm-hmm. not be not have ten ideas and do none of them. Correct. You yes. Know, like, you need something. But that's better than having zero ideas and doing all of them. <laughs> well, maybe they were doing that too. I think so, maybe. They had two teams. <laughs> They had, two, they had one team with a bunch of ideas just flailing around and then one team of absolute consummate professionals they were given who were given no ideas. Like, why isn't this working? Both of these teams are producing garbage or nothing. I don't get it. I don't get it either, Mason. We're stupid over here. We're stupid over here. But you know where we're not stupid? Where we're not stupid. Did you watch the Game Awards as they streamed? Jeff, Jeff Killey's own. Uh, Jeff I didn't. Killey. I yeah. didn't watch them, but I, I saw, you know, Certain highlights. I'm aware that Al Pacino was there. Yeah, I saw that. And, who, and just came on stage and was like, I don't play video games. I don't play video, video games. I don't know why I'm here. What's happening? Is it because is he in Death Ooh, Stranding uh, 2? Is that why he's... Maybe. Okay. I have no idea. Because I did see the trailer for Death Stranding 2, even more death. Ooh, uh, and it's goblin mode. still stranding. I'm, I'm going goblin mode. Hoo-ah! <laughs> He does go goblin mode. It's true, he does, Maybe yeah. Maybe not as much anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In heat, he's going goblin mode all day. <laughs> How do you feel... 
about bringing out celebrities who don't know what's going on. Love I don't it. mean because he's old. Yeah. But they're just like, here's video. Here's, I love here's it. famous person who doesn't know video Very games. charming, yeah. You don't want like... Oh, you like it? You yeah. Because like, I know some people are like, boo, bring out real fans or whatever. Bring nah. out me. I'm a real fan. Yeah, that's right. Don't bring up Al Pacino. <laughs> Star of the screen. Le- absolute legend. I bring up Valorant. me. Yeah. Bring me out. I've done a speed run on Doom. <laughs> I didn't win. I don't, I'm not, I didn't break the record or nothing. But, but I, I did I, one. I did one. Yeah. Anyways, that was obviously the Bill Clinton moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Which got gained a lot of traction. But we're pretty, pretty much going to talk about the main kind of reveals of things that I guess relate to the show and we have interest in. Let's start things off, Mason, with a game which is probably going to cost me $1,000, and that is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Because <laughs> you're going to keep losing it and having <laughs> to, to buy new copies. It, yeah, yes, right. And I refuse uh-huh. to go digital. Mm-hmm. No, because I'm going to have – it's PlayStation 5. So this looks like ah, right. if it reviews well, okay. this is a $1,000 game for me. Yeah. <laughs> so. Can we get it? I'm going to look at JB Hi-Fi right now. Yeah, the they got them. I've, I've already looked. Oh, you have? They've okay, got good. them at EB. They've got them at JB. Okay, right. they got them at, and a lot of time it's a pack. It's like, get it with God of War. And I'm like, I've got God of War. Right? I don't want God of War. It's a bad version of God of War. Yeah. <laughs> no, I still haven't got it. I'll get it eventually. Yeah, you'll get it. Yeah, you'll bloody get it. All right. So this is out in March, which is great because mm-hmm. that's really soon. Yeah. You, you might have seen some new weapons. It looks like he's going to have a blaster as well. Do you see some of the Yeah, reveals? I did see that. And of course, he's got, the. I think, maybe one of the biggest reveals yeah. is, of course, a beard. Yeah. A bit of stubble. A bit of stubble, sure. But the biggest reveal, I think, is, um, you know, because it's a it's a reference to another Star Wars thing. Yeah. As he's going to get a crossguard lightsaber yes. in the style of, uh, of um, Kylo Ren. I wouldn't even say that's the biggest reveal, oh, yes. Mason. Well, the biggest reveal, of course, is the reveal of who was in that Bacta tank in the previous trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, finally, he's here and he's escaped and he's going to get his revenge. And I'm like, who's this guy? I don't know who this is. I think he's from the High Republic era. Okay, you right. Know those, those... So he's not from the previous game because every no, time I'm, no, 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 every no. time I see this, I'm like, did I fight that guy? No, you might, you might have hit him with a rock or something. Maybe hit him with a rock, sure. Yeah, because there's some High Republic robes going on there. Okay, I don't know if sure. you saw. Yeah. So we, we see some use of force powers as well. Uh, see some more animals. He's doing some animal riding in this, That's which true. is good because in the previous game it's just animal killing all day. Sure, yeah. Just animal murdering. So, so you know, in addition to animal killing, also animal enslavement. I that's, think that's right. Good, yeah. mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Uh, he also it looks like, though this was in more of the leaks, he's going to have a blaster as well. So yes. that's gonna, they're going to factor that into mm-hmm. combat. You see, and if you pre-order, you can get Han Solo's blaster. There's a whole lot of different, like, outfit. You can get yeah. Obi-Wan's outfit. Yeah. You can get different outfits, which uh-huh. I think is – I love a different outfit, mm. Mason. I want Dexter Jetster's dirty diner outfit. I agree, that dirty singlet that he's <laughs> I want to get the dirty diner pack. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weapon? A skillet? Spatula. Okay, a spatula. A hot and a spatula. <laughs> it's hot? It's hot. Okay. Well, you're going to be fighting guys with lightsabers. Yeah, you that a would hot be spatula. hot. Yeah, it would be hot, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, so look, this... Taste my hot spatch, you'd say. Has it been four years? It's been, probably been about four about years, that, right? Yeah, yeah goddamn. Yeah. Good. Uh, mm-hmm. That means that's a lot of development yeah. time. Your, uh, your uh, pilot and captain from the previous game, nice shaved head, looking mm. good there. Things are looking pretty grim in the universe, Mason. Mm, yeah, I guess because yeah. of the big Star Wars yeah, that's yeah. been happening. You know things are getting grim if people are shaving their heads or letting their hair grow really long. Bad news all Bad around. news, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you know you're living in a paradise when everybody's got a short back and sides. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Dystopia means different haircut. Absolutely it does, Mason. Mm. It definitely does. So yeah, no, again, I I I'm, I really enjoyed the last game and the story and the combat and all of that. And yeah. just an expansion on that with yeah. would be Enough for me, Mason, yeah, yeah. I feel. But it looks like I might even go beyond that, you know. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's just like a DLC. Yeah, yeah. It's like 
new worlds and environments. And Cal has a move. I'm not sure they ha- he had it in the previous game where you can grab a stormtrooper, yeah. use him as a human shield, yeah, yeah, yeah. and get him to shoot some other guys, and That's then you right. curl him off a cliff. That's what we want out of a That's Star Wars right. game, I think. And Cameron Wanted Monaghan. destruction. Cameron Monaghan, if you're listening, uh, which you might be. Oh, yes, go on. We, we need PlayStation 5s. Just tell us where they are. We wouldn't ask you to buy them. But if you right, could right. find like where we could order If you could one. put two in a warehouse. <laughs> Just let us know. Let us know the We're good for code. it. We're good You're, for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll leave money there. We'll leave money. <laughs> so, yeah, really looking forward to that. Again, March, a few months out. I love that. I love that when games that they don't reveal something and then it's – and then it's not like a fucking five years or whatever. It's just uh-huh, like yeah. it's out. This is the most we've seen of it and it's yeah. so close. And I have to get a PlayStation 5 now it's apparently. True. Yeah. God damn, Mason. Now, there was also uh, a trailer for which we had used in-game graphics for the open-world survival MMO based on Frank Herbert's epic Dune. Oh, I didn't see that. Did you see that? It's no. called Dune Awakening. It's from the developers of Age of Conan, which is kind of a low-budget open-worldy survivor. I kind vaguely of remember that, sure, yeah. Which people like – like, but it's not great, but uh-huh. it's also it's low budget and yeah, whatever. Right, right, but right. this obviously has got a bit more of But you weren't Conan in that game, I think. You were just some guy. Well, Conan's you? brother Bronan. Oh well. Yeah. Uh let me I don't know actually. I'll look that up right now, Mason. You could. Age of Conan. No 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 no. Came out in two thousand and eight. Oh no, this is a different Conan game I'm talking about. Because there was another one, wasn't there? Another Conan game. Look, I'm recently? not up to speed entirely on on Conan games. Why not? Too busy watching Conan O'Brien's <laughs> podcast. I've only got room for one Conan in it's my It's good, life. isn't it, that one? It is. It's got Matt Gawley from uh, various... Um, He's always in it? Mostly, yeah. It's it's Gawley and Conan's assistant, Sona. Mm. Conan Unconquered. Uh, no, that's a different one. Maybe it was the one I was thinking. Mm, yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. But Great. Matt Gawley, of course, from various podcasts that are delightful. Including the James Bond one. If people of. haven't listened to his podcast... I was there too. Yeah. It for a long time was behind various paywalls. Yeah. But you can now just Google I was there too and it's it's currently free. So if you want to listen to him interview people who were present for big moments in mm. cinema history, even if they didn't have a major role. Well, maybe uh, they did even. Maybe they yeah. did even. Uh, yeah. Check that out because it's very fun. It's very, very insightful. And, you know, if you, if, you, if you want to know what was happening on a particular day on – you know, Star Wars. It's not on Spotify, but it's another place. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. I think a bunch of them are on YouTube as well. Mm. Yeah. There's a really good one with Clive Revel, who was the original voice of the Emperor ah. in Empire Strikes Back. Oh. Yeah. Another game, Mason, mm. is called Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Now, this was not an in-game display of activities. No, it this was a was, cut we scene. Saw, we saw it was a cut scene. A we cinematic sh- cut scene. That's right. The Flash had been stopped. Oh, by the way, this, the Justice League go bad and the Suicide Squad have to stop them, which I guess is like the – Supposed to be the premise of the Suicide Squad in the first yeah, place. It's some sort of brain thing. It's, it's not. A brain they, thing. they haven't just decided morally to go. No, but maybe. Um, anyway, no, they got the thing around the eyes. No, they're bad. Okay. Give the brain thing. Um, no, not. They decided, Mason. It's a moral thing. Oh, wow. Um, so we see that they've stopped the flash at this point and whatever. Yes, because in the previous trailer, it was them versus. Or uh, leading up to. It was a cutscene leading up to them fighting the flash. Yes. And this one has the reveal of Batman. Mm. And I was wondering as it was starting, of like. Because of what happened to Kevin Conroy, who was voicing Batman, and it's Kevin Conroy. It is which Kevin is Conroy. Amazing, which Let is me amazing. ask you this, yeah. because the only line of dialogue he delivers in this cutscene, is he delivers the classic Batman the Animated Series, yeah. I'm Vengeance, I'm the Knight, I'm Batman. Mm. Is this going to be all original audio, or do you think this is archived audio and I they put it together? Because this... he won't be a main – he's not no. a main character, obviously. Yeah. Do you think they've just collated some stuff that he's no, done? No, I think he's – I think this was probably recorded – Years ago. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they, they normally get well ahead of this stuff. 
Um, well, I hope so at least. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather that than archival whatever's. Yeah. yeah. It's also revealed in this trailer. But you trailer. might be right though, yeah. I should say. Also, yeah. I reve- also revealed in this trailer, which I thought was interesting because we – one of these games – it's not Gotham Knights, but this game is set in the Arkhamverse yes. and it's set post-Arkham Knight seemingly because Harley Quinn knows that – Batman is Bruce Batman, Wayne. Yeah. She calls him Bruce. Yeah, so that's interesting. Because mm-hmm. canonically, in in the Arkham games, he's dead, but then he actually wasn't dead. He wasn't dead if you got all the Riddler trophies and mm, and, yeah, and, yeah. and whatever. So canonically, for most people, he is dead because most people, most didn't people do including that. us, didn't do a goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. That is cool. That's great stuff. Mm. Uh, let me check, Mason. Let me check what's going on here. Uh, next up we have. <laughs> it's weird that none of the other members of the Suicide Squad are like, what do you mean, Bruce? Yeah. <laughs> well, they'd know, wouldn't they? Oh, maybe they all do know, yeah. Because okay. it was public. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Next up we've got Transformers Reactivate. It was just a short teaser and whatever. It was okay. just CGI. I don't think you saw this one. It's going to be an online action game coming to PC and consoles. Reactivate will tell a new Transformers story and will let players fully immerse themselves in the universe like never before. That's incredible. Whatever that means. I like that. That's fine. But the one I think I was probably most excited for, uh, actually, I was also excited for. Okay, sure. Because also I want to play Jedi Survivor and Suicide Squad or whatever. But Hellboy Web of Word. Yes. Weird? Weird, I think. Web of Weird. Weird. Like the Weird Sisters. Like the way that, like, Homestar Runner says weird. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) Hellboy Web of Weird. This is a roguelite action adventure with an original story. Do you remember when he goes for a meeting with Strongbad and Strongbad's like, I saw you walk past like five times. <laughs> and Homestar's like, I doubt it. I dwove. Remember that? <laughs> I do. Remember Homestar? Oh. I do. Loved it. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So Lance Reddick is going to be Hellboy. That's great. I love that. And, of course, I guess the most defining characteristic of this trailer is that it looks exactly like the Mike Mignola comics. Yeah. That mm-hmm. They've just done the exact – Art style situation. If you hear mm. screaming, there's some Mario Party happening next door. Oh, everybody. that's what that is. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, what do you think of that, Mason? Looked very exciting. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, we've, there's been some attempts at Hellboy games before. We've I think played we, one. We played one for Caravan of Garbage. Yeah. It was not good. But yeah, this Atrocious. is very much. Yeah, I mean, you know, this the, the availability of kind of cell shaded comic book esque art for video games has yeah. been around for a while. Mm. Like wasn't there Mad World on the on the Wii? Oh, I remember was that, that very yeah, kind of yeah, violent? Yeah. It was like the most violent game on the Wii. It was yeah. more black and white, but then it was red for blood. Because of red for blood. Because of red for blood. Yeah. But uh this looks great. I agree. Tremendous. Mm. And I'm glad Mike Mignola's name is like front and center on the game. It should as well. be. That's cool, yeah. And I, I also like that not that I don't like reinterpretations of various characters, including Hellboy, but I love just just, just they just did it like yeah. the just great stuff, Mason. Do you think fan. we're going to see many of the delightful characters from the Hellboy universe? Yes, I think we're going to see a bunch of them. Mm. Should read a bunch of Hellboy, actually. It's pretty good. All right, I will then. There's a um, give me one to read. There's a Hellboy Batman Starman uh, okay crossover, which is very good. I thought. All right, yeah. cool. I'll do it. I think that's everything that I enjoyed from the Game Awards, though. Yeah. Various congratulations to all the games that won and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever, Mason. Whatever, exactly right, yes. No, there were some, there were some definitely some surprises along the way, you know? Mm. Probably. I didn't watch it live. Anything else? <laughs> Leah Seydoux was there. Was she? Yeah. What she's she in present? Death Stranding too. Oh, yeah. But oh, she was yeah. also there in person, I think. Death Stranding, you going to do it? Didn't play it. Didn't play the first one. No? <laughs> didn't didn't think I'd be ever be able to get into it. No, I mean, I suspect I'm correct. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
Great stuff, Mason. Should we move it along? Yes. But what would we even look at or talk about in the oh, next episode? I think of we the show? should. I think we could talk about what we're reading. Yep. And also what we're gonna read. Let's do it. Yeah. I can't put the theme song in. Collins put the theme song in because my laptop is a lap drop, Mason. That is absolutely correct. I'm you off. might. One, you might, because you dropped it. Yeah. One might even say that's a lap drop. Yeah. One might. Yes. <laughs> So the, the, the drama continues. It certainly does. Yeah. All right. This is the theme song. I'm doing the theme song. Westworld. The theme song was, it wasn't a good. It's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Mason, have you read anything this week? Well, speaking about reading, yeah. uh, thanks to everybody who popped by the uh, European Beer Cafe oh, yeah. in the city Yesterday at time of recording, uh, we uh, recorded a live episode of Dave Warnicke's book, Cheat. How was Myself it? Myself and Naomi Higgins. It was very good. We listened to a we, What uh, book did you we do? We listened to a tale of a Christmassy James Bond book. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that'll be out in a couple of weeks, so I'll let people know when that happens. So that's very exciting. Yes, yes, um, yes. Yeah, good to see some of the listeners. Absolutely. Nice. Did you go and say hello or did you just leave out the back? I just waited until some other some people said hello to me. <laughs> so no, that's not true. I came up to everyone who was like, Hi. <laughs> Do you like podcasts? You said that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing because everybody likes podcasts in retrospect. That's <laughs> true. So. Oh, good. It was a good fun show? Good fun show. I had a lot Great. of fun. Awesome. Maybe the audience did too. It's up to them. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I haven't read it yet, but I'm thinking about it. I'm just thinking about it, Mason. <laughs> I'm thinking yes. about this before uh, Avatar 2 comes out. There was a, a draft that James Cameron initially did for Avatar 2, which he didn't end up making, which has been turned into a comic. Okay. And the first part of it is out this Officially? week. Officially? Officially. Okay. And it's out this week and I saw it on Comixology and it's like volume one and I'm like, I should read that. Is it, is it like inexplicably $40 or something? So I think it might be one of those ones. Yeah. I can have a look for you. Mm. But uh, so I might read that. I guess I might also read it to pay. You know what? I might see the movie and if the movie's good, I'll read. Right, I'll be like, yeah, I yeah. want more of this. Mm. So, you know, we'll see. I don't want to play... Probably fifteen dollars. Yeah, it is. It's fifteen Australian. Okay, right. Or reduced from twenty four ninety nine. Ooh la la. So that's good, Mason, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's called Avatar: The High Ground, Volume One. Wow. Okay. All right. Can't wait to see. Be great. Anything else? Uh, have you kept up with? You mentioned it a while back. The I think it's the Chip Zdarsky Batman. Yes. Run and I it's have. Batman versus a, a, a big robot. A big robot called Failsafe. Yes. That he might have had something to do with building. Yes. Uh, I I. Have not started on that one, but there's a very there's a sort of a really interesting image I saw on Twitter this week. He's he's falling out of space. Batman is has yeah. been thrown from something. He's been thrown from the moon. Oh, terrific! <laughs> How's he going to get out of that one? It's great. It's really. Okay, I right. read that one earlier this week. Uh-huh. I'm very much enjoy. I think there's one issue left yeah. of that. I'm glad that Chip Zdarsky is he's gone from. Not that I don't love his independent work. I really do. But yeah. I think I think it's great that he's moved on. Or he's you know he's he's branching out to. Really mainstream, so that, that people can yeah. people can uh, you know really appreciate get into, his and work. And then they'll maybe they'll read that and they'll go back to his older stuff, which is. I cool. still got to read Public Domain. Did he do that? Which one's that? The, did he do Public Domain? James, I do not know. Let me check. Is um, that about Public Domain characters? Yeah, something like that. It's got the yeah. It is Chip Zdarsky. Oh, okay, right. yeah. I've I've bought it. I just haven't. All right. Uh, so I watched a few things this week, James. Oh wow! I watched uh, a Netflix show called Irreverent. Which oh, that's is, the one with Broden Kelly, is it? Well, I mean, look, it's a fun, it's sort of like, it's a little bit like a northern exposure kind of mm. thing. It's got a little bit of uh, intrigue. It's a, it's a, it's about a uh, about a mob guy who... Uh, look at these kids having I know, a good right? time next God. door. It's like when you're, you're at a comedy gig and, like, you gig, the gig's going fine 
like you're watching and then you, your comedian of choice is going fine, but then there's another comedy act in the other room and people are like, Bwah! and you're like. We can't compete with Mario there's, there's Party. A, there's a moment where you're like, well, maybe I should have gone to <laughs> um, But anyway, it's about a mob guy uh, who has to, uh, an American mob guy who has to. Uh, From the TV show Arrow. Exactly. He has to escape the heat. Oh, yeah, because mm. he's that guy. He's that guy. Uh, he has to escape the heat, so he goes to, uh, he ends up uh, taking the first flight to far north Queensland and ends up switching places with uh, a reverend. A reverend who was, who was going to take up residence in this tiny little town, mm. but he takes over instead and uh, meets some funny, uh, colourful characters. And, yeah, uh, I, look, it's, it's, pretty, it's fun. I like it. Yep. But I would not have watched it if not for the fact that Broden was in it. Is he good in it? Yes. He's a sort of a, um, he's a, local, he's a local tough. His mum is like a um, small-time criminal and, he's, uh, okay, right. and he and his brother are kind of like the, the muscle. I got so you, got you, got you. A lot of, lot of fun. Cool. I wonder if, because when, when this show was announced, I'm like, I wonder if the people involved were also aware of Impasta, which is a, <laughs> a TV series from 2015 that has Michael Rosenbaum in oh, the exact same this. role. Do you remember yeah. this? Yeah, you can watch it on Stan. But, um, yeah, he's, all, he's also a man on the run who he's becomes in- a priest. But, I mean, that's in the grand tradition, isn't it? They've got nuns on the run. Yeah. We've got a, probably another thing. You know? Guns on the run? Yes. Chums on the run. Chums on the run. Very good. Uh, a couple of other things. Oh, wow. I watched most of a movie called Troll, which is- I Oh, think what's that like? We mentioned briefly on the podcast. Netflix something? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Is that, isn't there another movie called Troll Hunter or whatever? Well, there's a bunch of troll movies, I think, from the 80s where they're more like, you know, gory horror movies. I mean, movies, even more I recently, think. I think. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Troll Hunter is, definitely sounds like a thing. Yeah. But it's sort of a Norwegian monster movie and it's like a- a hundred foot tall mountain troll yeah, from of, 2010. Of myth, um, sort of emerges from the mountains and sort of goes on a rampage. Uh, it's, it's more of like, see, I didn't watch all of it. It yeah, felt okay. kind of like it was quite family friendly. It felt like, I'm not sure it's meant to be family friendly, okay. but it's sort of, it just felt kind of like a little bit Godzilla 98, a little bit kind of Jurassic Park okay. kind of thing. It's just like, you know, like. I think the, the the actual monster design is, I think, very good. Yeah, it's sort of like you know, it's it's exactly what you would think of as like a rock troll yes. emerging from the from the from the mountains, and it's all covered in moss and yeah, yeah, et cetera. It looks how looks big re- is it? Kind of like hundred feet tall. Yeah, that's tall. It's pretty tall, right? Well, this movie, oh, there is one. It's called it's one word Troll Hunter from twenty ten. Oh. And if you've ever seen this trailer, I'll be posted. No. Yeah, it's no, like no. a found footage one. Apparently, it's quite good. Okay. So I think if you liked that, like the premise of that, you yeah, might yeah. like, but didn't love it, you might actually like hmm. this. A uh, good cast of mostly unknown people from Norway, or maybe they're very well known in Norway. Maybe they're the most famous people in but Norway. But also, the, there's a supporting role for Billy Campbell, who uh, he's done a bunch of stuff, but he's best known to me as the Rocketeer in the movie The Rocketeer. Oh. And what's interesting is the character's name is Doctor Secord, and his character is Cliffus Secord. Cliffus Secord in the in the Rocketeer. So clearly, there's a big, fan, that's a big fan of the Rocketeer. Yeah, it's from, uh, yeah, it's probably uh, probably a coincidence. Yeah. Oh, people yeah. ask, is Billy Campbell still married? Oh, is he? Let's check. I don't know. Looks that way to Anne Campbell. Anne Campbell. Anyway, he's looking great. That guy. He is good for 63. Mm. Man, and one other thing, I listen to a podcast and it's an Australian podcast. Uh, it's like a like an audio play. Mm. It's called Starship Q-Star. It's just come out. Yes. And it's about the first all non-male Starship crew going on a, on a mission to Mars mm. that it's a re- like a really very obvious like corporate PR exercise. Okay. And when they arrive on Mars – uh, they find out that Earth's been destroyed, and they're the only people left in the universe. Uh, like, and they're, they're like, it's it's you know they're on yeah. they're, they've been given a pink spaceship, yeah, right. and the, all the all the um, 
you know, the cargo holds. All the hold, amenities. All are, the amenities are tampon, like yeah, all the cargo yeah. holds filled with tampons. And then they're just like, well, now we'll get, I guess we're going on adventures throughout the universe. It's like if it's like Red Dwarf, mm. if um, if the two main characters used to date, if Lister and Remy used to oh, date. Maybe and now it's really did. awkward. Um, so is it just the two of them? No, it's a, it's a, a like a like a six or seven person okay. crew. That's not it's fun. Like good it gags, it, I thought. It would make and, a good series. Who's yeah. in it? Uh, well, uh, most people that I'm not aware of, but. Uh, Lena Moon from Game of okay, Game, yeah, Game yeah. and Annie Lumsden, who they are a comedy duo called Le- uh, Annie and Lena. Yeah, I know they're them, on it. They're yeah. fun. Oh, awesome. uh, and there's a little cameo from Ben Russell. Oh, but uh, everybody else is really good. And like I said, yeah, good gag. Good What's fun. it called again? It's called Starship Q Star. Starship Q Star. I've been watching that. Um, yeah, it's pr- pretty like fun and lighthearted, despite yeah. the fact that Earth is destroyed. <laughs> I've been watching that. Um, whatever it is, the Avenue Ave- Ave- Five yeah. could be anything. Okay, Ave- with you, Laurie. Yeah, okay. Which is similar-ish, not really. But, yeah, space. That's which space, is quite yeah. Cool. cool. Should we move it along? We should momentarily, James. Why? You got somewhere to be? Yeah, I've got somewhere to be. Where you got to go? Um, Who you got to call? Who you got to call, Mason? Who you going to call? Lady Ghostbusters. Lady Ghostbusters. Lady Ghostbusters. They're there. There they are. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> they're right. They're fine. I mean, they're also they're not great movies in general, are they? No, no. no I mean, no. any of them, even the first. I one. I think the first one's very good. Yeah, I reckon they're not great. Wow! <laughs> and Brutal. all their fans are losers. Oh, what? No, James. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you bringing down upon us? They'll find this clip. They'll clip it out. <laughs> and a guy dressed as Slimer will do a twenty-minute video about how bad we are, and we won't watch it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for letters. Yep. Classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you, some letters. Boys, 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 boys. We're going to hear right now, we're going to do letters. Because you said that thing about all the women's starship. I just oh, yeah, to, yeah. I wanted to bring back, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the men who listen to this show. Absolutely. You know, just helping everybody out. Absolutely. If you do want to reach the show, hashtag weeklyplanetpod on Twitter or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. I'm going to get some like, letters. Greg has. Oh. Greg Bach, who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, listening to your episode discussing The Rock and when he will have a defining movie. I keep thinking about his role, which you mentioned, in Be Cool. He played a gay bodyguard who wanted to be an actor. He took a chance playing the char- that character. Yeah, true. Uh, now, I've seen, like, bits of that movie. Apparently it's not great. But at least he was, like, he did He, he was he doing did a something. Thing. He yeah. tried a thing. But, I mean, that's more of a case of, like, he was quite early in his career and he was... Yeah. Trying to find his niche, I guess. That's you know, uh, there's a moment where I think John Travolta beats him up or Yeah. Uh uh, which is very realistic. Mm. And yeah, no. Great point, Greg. Great point. You got another one, Mason? Oh, let's find out. James, this is from Ellis. A UK backpacker traveling solo down under. Hi, James and Mason. Big fan from the UK here. I've been listening to the pod for over six years now. It's got me through some long shifts. Let me tell you. I'm planning on coming to Australia for two years and I'm starting my journey in Cairns, April 2023, and then travelling down the East Coast in a camper van as it gets warmer throughout the year. I'm coming to Melbourne hopefully by September time and we'll love to know if there are any places you could recommend for a first-timer in Melbourne and any places between Cairns and Melbourne for that matter. Um, I'm a big fan of the NRL. Are you guys into rugby league? No. No, absolutely not. No. Also, are you guys planning on doing a meet and greet in 2023? No. Thanks, fellas, from Ellis. <laughs> we, we are not, but, I mean, we'll be at things, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll imagine I'll be doing live podcasts with people. So. We might do something. We might do something, What's yeah. What's on the way from Cairns to Melbourne? Probably some big things. Yeah. I'd recommend big things. If you can go to a big sheep or a big prawn or something, check that out. Take a photo in front of a big prawn. We're just doing Cairns to Melbourne attractions. 
Here we go. <laughs> it's a 31-hour drive, apparently. Okay, sure. In a camper van. Stop. And this is from wonderlog.com. Uh-huh. Stop and things to do and something. Here we go. Oh, this is a terrible website. You go to Townsville. You, you, you go, go to, to Mudgee. You go to the, the sheer lack of imagination. What should we call this town? Townsville. <laughs> you could go to Dubbo, and then you can go back to Mudgee. Apparently, okay. Then you go to oh the, the Mudgee Dubbo Mudgee tri- <laughs> Triple Bill. Then you can go to Orange, and then uh-huh. Orange again, and then Canberra. You could skip skip Canberra. Beechworth. They've got that bakery, don't they? Oh, yes. Which is fine. Go to some local bakeries. Yep. Get a vanilla slice, or I would recommend a caramel slice. Yeah, okay, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Echuca Moama's good. Yeah, you want a sure. steamboat ride? Mm-hmm. You want to see a steamboat? Yes. You want to see a steamboat, yes. Mason? Yes, yes. You want to go to Rochester? Googling, West? it's just not the same. I could Google steamboat, but it's not some the same. Some of my family's from that area, Mason. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, you want to go to Hillsville? Yes, Hillsville Sanctuary. Sanctuary. I like Hillsville a lot, actually. So, yeah, those are some of the places you can go mudgy twice. I think the children out there are trying to match our level of enthusiasm. I think they can hear our yelling about Echuca Moama, so they're going to yell about Mario Party. That's not going to work. It's not going to work. Because I can yell about Echuca Moama louder oh, than any, any children can yell about Mario Party. Day. Right? Mm. James, here's a bit of a bit, uh, James, here's, here's an email from Wit. Uh, he says, my big sis really needs a shout-out. Hey, guys, long-time listener, huge fan, etc. My sister Meg is also a big fan of you guys. Shout out. I wouldn't call her a diehard week-to-weeker, but she always <laughs> checks back in when she needs another hit of your delightful Aussie charm. I'm writing because Meg just lost her partner of 18 years, Brian, this past week. Um, Meg would sometimes play him clips of you guys she found particularly amusing. Reportedly, his reactions range from mild amusement to stone silence accompanied <laughs> by a puzzled look. Yeah, we get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Despite his obviously terrible sense of humour, Brian was one of the most genuinely good people I've ever known and the whole left in all of our lives without him cannot be properly quantified. I hope you guys can give her a shout-out as she goes through this tough times. That's from Wits. That's terrible news. Terrible, really sorry to hear news, that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean, he was probably right not to like any of oh, this. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. Uh, that's good. So, yeah. you know, that, there's that. But, no, that's really, like, I can't even imagine a partner of 18 years. Like, that's mm. just, that's terrible, terrible news. And I'm really sorry to hear that. Yeah. Hope you got some. You were, clearly you got good people around you. You got wits. That's true. So yeah, lean on that guy. He's got a dry. Lean on him hard. Tell him. Tell him. Tell dry, him. We said so. I said dry wit. What's that? Is that anything? Yeah, dry a dry wit. A dry wit. That's how you spell Not it. Not too dry that he's brittle. Mm. More like a yeah, yeah, of speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 James, you got any more? You got any more tweets there? Might just Mason. Okay, I I'm gonna look just. for one more letter. Terrible news though. Again, goddamn mm. awful. Um, it's from Ala Primer who says hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Would love to see uh, an M. Night Caravan of Garbage series ahead of his upcoming film, maybe starting from The Sixth Sense to The Village. And why not throw in The Happening for good measure and some Marky Mark Wahlberg? I would like to do some M. Night movies because, I mean, they're always interesting, aren't they? You know? There's always something going on. What do you think about that? Uh, Sixth Sense That's true. The there Village. is always something going on in those movies. Yeah. That is absolutely true. So that would be Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs The Village? I don't know if it's that order, but it would be roughly that, Something right? like that, yeah. And those I've never things. seen The Village, I don't think. Villages, I mean, mm-hmm. you know the twist though, don't you? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's why you probably haven't seen it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing that. I don't know whether we will do it for mm. this upcoming thing, but no, definitely okay. at some point. Here's an email from Ash. Hi, James and May. So Ash here. Hi, Ash. Yeah, we know Ash. Yeah, we, yeah, we, know. we know. We know. I want to thank you both for all the hard work and effort you put into this show. I listen to the pod nearly every day at work and the commute there and back. My boss thinks I get sick all the time because sometimes I laugh out loud at something funny you say and I try to cover it up by a delayed cough. <laughs> According to Spotify, The Weekly Planner is my number one podcast and I've listened to the pod for 2,800 minutes this year. Wow. I usually listen to everything on private, so I'm sure it's more. 
I recommend the show to all of my friends and play them snippets of the pod, and they're usually two reactions. Here we go again. There we go. Here we bloody go. Continuous laughter followed by, that's amazing. Oh. Or, or two, why do they shoot it up my butthole? <laughs> Great questions. Uh, can I be the official New Zealander of the show? I'm sure you've appointed someone else. Uh, no, nah, they're, probably... they're gone. Yeah, so they're out. They're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah thanks Unless to... they want to write in. That's true. Contend. Contend, exactly. Yeah. Uh, thank you uh, for everybody who said, shared their Spotify wrapped. Yeah, we got a bunch we of got those. a bunch. And look, 2,800 minutes is a lot of minutes, but some people are like, I listened to you for 70,000 minutes. He said he was doing it on a private, though, so he probably had even more. That's true. Probably yeah, had 2,900 yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is one of my favorite things, James. Oh. I bet this is on the Planet Broadcasting Great Mace Group. This is last email. This is from Brad. You guys came to my wedding. No, we didn't. saw this. No, um, we didn't. <laughs> I recently tell got... him we didn't. No, 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 James. You're gonna, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna flip your lid. Okay. You're gonna flip that lid. That lid is a rain down flip. How old is that shirt you're wearing? It's as old as your mum. It's not as old as my mum. No, I wouldn't be, but it's a t-shirt. That would be ridiculous. That's what is true, this? Yeah. Like a 65 year old t-shirt? Right. No, it's not that yeah, old. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, why would you even think that? Go you, on. You thought it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I recently. This is from Brad. I recently got married and my best man, greatest mate of the wedding, is a fellow listener. We had the great and totally not insane idea of recreating some iconic Weekly Planet stock photos as seen below. <laughs> you guys in the pod are a huge part of our lives uh, with how often we listen to you, so we wanted to honour you with something. <laughs> Thanks for being a huge part of Keeping Us Sane. So here we go. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. That's us. We're looking oh, at something funny on the phone. very good. We're looking at something funny on the phone. There's the one with Claire, but we've got Oh, the, my God. They yeah, did it. They're all standing, doing some, <laughs> doing some awkward standing as we did. There's some, uh, there we're doing some points. They're doing That's some my points. wedding. There's that a photo. wedding photo, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they're wearing Weekly Planet t-shirts. Not for the whole wedding. No, probably. I'd imagine not, yeah. Okay, that's on the, that I believe is on the Weekly Planet Great Mates Facebook. I love group. that. So, so check that out. Search for Brad. Thank you. And you'll find that. That's I'll great. find it. And I'll know. That's great stuff, Mason. Oh, man, what a world. These guys are enjoying Mario Party too much. I know, right? We're we going to get out there and we're we going to pull the plug we're on We're going to yell at them. We're going to pull the plug on that and pull the plug on their life support. So this isn't life. That's right. Life isn't fun. Get a job. Get a paper route. (laughs) And then give us rent. That's right. (laughs) Give us rent money. Give me rent money, even though I don't live here. (laughs) It's important you realize that life isn't fair and it sometimes makes no sense. (laughs) Give me an unrelated person rent. Exactly. What are you giving giving your kids for like an allowance? Oh, uh, well, it's like a, like, what is it? Three to five bucks a week or something That's like that. I can't good. remember. Right. Yeah, okay. But he does jobs and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we forget and whatever, yeah, yeah. you know. But also, yeah. like, if he needs something, I'll just be like, oh, no, that's true. I'll yeah, just yeah, get yeah. it. Yeah. Not always, obviously. Sometimes you get him to trip somebody at the supermarket, yeah. pretend it was an accident. That's yeah. a job. That counts. That's right. You know? Exactly. Oh, I don't know what he's doing. Stop it. <laughs> hey, buddy. Don't I'm do going to have a word to him later. Yeah, I'll have a word to him later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just hand him $3. <laughs> You've earned this one. There it is. What do you think? What's a good amount? No, I think that. I mean, I don't have any kids, so I don't know. But yeah, but I guess if you that, did, how that many? Seems, that seems correct. How many? How many? I think I got like two bucks as a kid, so yeah, I guess. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's risen in, in line with inflation, quite frankly. I completely agree with that. I think the minimum allowance should be $20 now. I agree. Yeah. Not, no, but I don't it isn't, actually. though. As the man with all the money, you don't have to do that, though. <laughs> so. And there's no law against it, so. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's good for, you know, he, he does. He, he does his set the table and he does some other things. It's good, you know. It's good to. Hey, I'm ma- not accusing you. No, no, I'm, I'm just not saying accusing it's good you of to like being either a soft touch or a slave driver. No, no, it's just it, it's like it's interesting with kids, Mason. It's interesting because <laughs> I hope we can't hear this, but like you you can do everything that they do in half the time, mm-hmm. literally everything. Sure, like you could dress them quicker than they could dress yeah, yeah. themselves. You can have a tantrum in half the time, <laughs> yeah. and he can have a tantrum. Yeah, you know? but like you just do it in five <laughs> minutes and get it over with, and then you're fine again. 
But it's like, like I could set the table. I could do it in. I would. I do it without thinking about it. It would take mm. me, you know, it take me four, forty minutes. You wouldn't I, give. You wouldn't give anybody two forks. <laughs> no, for example. Exactly. But that's not useful for somebody that's if true. you just do literally everything. So it's just. It's more about getting them to, to do things for themselves. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Mason. That's whole show, I think, show. yeah. yeah. Folks, thank you so much for listening. We very much appreciate it. Keep sending in those Spotify raps. Yeah. We're loving it. Can you do that on other platforms? Probably just Spotify. I don't know, man. Okay. What am I? Spotify this year was all like, you're a you're an innovator. You are always am looking I? at new music or something. It's always that. Or like Am I? Yeah, yeah. I'm always looking you're a, at new music. You're a hermit. You listen to precisely one song and it's that weird sex song. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's good to dance the robot too. Anything could be a sex song, Mason. I guess that's true. Obviously. Yeah, very, very true. Yeah. Uh, folks, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for telling your friends about it. Thank you for um, doing some sort of weird live stock photo recreation at your wedding. We do appreciate that. Damn. Uh, that's that's pretty good stuff. Uh, thank you. for, But, yeah, but definitely thank you for telling your friends about it because that's how – uh, we get new listeners, and that's what we like. We like those new listeners because we, we get you. a bunch of new listeners, and most of them are like, "I don't like this at all." We love them, but some people stick with it, and they're like, "Actually, this is okay." Well, but this is fine. Mm. This, this will this, pass the time. This will pass the time. Thank you for leaving some five star reviews because I think that helps. Yeah, some algorithm somehow on your podcast platform of choice, James. You got any reviews there? Got a couple of this from Luke Bellotta who says, "Dear Mark, five stars by the way." Okay, work. Terrific. I hope you had a have a great trip. I'll be praying for you. Best Luke. Uh, yeah, I hope so too. I hope that's, probably yeah. back by now. This mm. is an older review, but that's uh-huh. good. Well, I mean, we don't know where he's going. Maybe he's off to work at a lighthouse. or Maybe my son tripped him in a supermarket. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> Maybe he's gone to the South Pole. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Mm. What's that like? There's not a lot of landmass, so he's probably mm. in a lot of trouble. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, makes you, makes you think. Mm-hmm. Mason, this is from Sacriel also, who says, Two nice boys. James and Mason are extremely funny and engaging guys who are genuinely great to listen to. Their personalities shine through the recordings and make you feel like you're sitting around with them, but just as the weird, quiet friend who doesn't ever talk, but is seemingly always there whenever the group hangs out. The fan base is always also full of great people and multiple fan pages are funny and caring mates. I've had uh, plenty... I've had a plenty rough go of it in the last couple of years, and this podcast and its fan base have really helped me get through. Also, Westworld. Yeah, I'm sorry about the last couple of years. It hasn't mm. been a good one for a lot of people. That's true. I hope you're doing all right. We were just saying that the other day. Yeah. We're saying just starting, I think, 2022 is not the greatest year. We, but, uh, we hate it. Oh, well, it's all right. We think it's going to get better. Yeah. Do we? 2023, that's a year. Let's all do it. Let's all have a fun one. Everybody have a great time at once. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if can everybody have a great time at once? No. Or does some people's happiness depend on the sadness of others? I think it does, yeah, for a that's lot of a people, shame. yeah. Well, then those people can, can not have a good time. Yes. That's... Only people who are nice can have a good the time. The ones that we don't like should have a bad time. Agreed. Yes. We'll be making a list. It's true. <laughs> yeah. And checking it, not at all. No, no, not no, at no. all. We're, we're, we figure one pass is fine. Yeah, yeah, we know what yeah, we're doing. The, the draft is fine. Yeah, yeah. We'll do yeah. it on the day. Anyway, uh, folks, uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, at Facebook or Twitter at Bandcamp. You can go to Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Pod subreddit and Discord. If you want to uh, follow some people on the social medias, you can first, number one thing, you follow our friend Rob Collings. He's at Raw Collings number on Twitter. Thing. He's at the Weekly Planet on Twitter. That's where you get all your Weekly Planet news and updates. And if people send 
send in like listener art or like memes and so forth. He'll give it him a bloody he'll, – he'll track him down. He'll give him a bloody retweet. So I don't see half the stuff. I don't know no. what your alg- algorithm's like. And fa- Facebook or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Facebook or Twitter or whatever. And it's like no. – so I'll be following this weekly planet and I'll be like, this is some listener art from this person. And I'm like, I didn't see Never that. Where did that this come all. from? Yeah, exactly. Where did this come from? So I think if that's the source. But if you also want to follow uh, me, you can follow me at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. That's and right. And Nick Meso on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. everywhere. If you want to support the show, you go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. You can chuck in a buck or an amount you wouldn't miss. Like we said, times are tough. But maybe 2022 is your year. You can put in any amount. You put in a big, big dollar amount. That's right. But if 2022 has really been your year, you can go to bigsandwich.co. You can sign up for nine US dollars per month. We give you a bonus podcast. We give you movie commentaries. We give you early videos. We give you an ad-free podcast. Feed, we're having a fun time over there. I tell you what, possible. It's just a thing we can do. It's a service we can offer because somebody else built the system. Who did it? We said the um, the guy who did it for Sans Pants. Oh, okay. Can we can we have that? Yeah, we said. Can we have that? Can we have that? And maybe we could put a different banner on it. Also, we just give us all their content. We'll pay all that as well. (laughs) That's right. You get all the Sans Pants stuff from Sans Pants Plus over here. (laughs) We'll do it. And just you know. Just let the guy 50 bucks, he'll do it for you. Absolutely. Um, uh, what else, James? We've got some T-shirts on tpublic.com. You just search for the Weekly Planet. Uh, thank you to the Brutal Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. Next week we'll do a thing, maybe a Christmas thing. Yeah. Avatar. No, Avatar. Avatar. It's an Avatar <laughs> There's Christmas, There's no room everybody. for Christmas things. Mason, I've got a dilemma. Just a quick dilemma before we go. Um, uh-huh. I'm doing Claire's Family KK, right? Okay. Yeah. And the limit is Chris 100. Kringle. Chris Kringle. Secret Santa. It's $100. That's so much. I know. First, that's that. What are you? Met all of those people. They're not rich. What are you, What are you doing? I'm paying for everybody. I'm doing oh, okay. more. <laughs> Losing my podcasting money. Okay, right. Yeah, but I don't want anything. Okay. So I, I'm like, what? I, maybe I'll get a Switch game. But what's What's good? Right. Okay. I don't want the Bioshock collection. I'm like, do I want that? Do I want the Jedi Knight series? They put two of them together. Why do you want the Bioshock collection? Do I, I don't know. I don't even know. If, I don't even think I do. Okay. What's a game? What do I get? Do I get a hundred dollar voucher and then I can put it towards my PlayStation Five if I end up getting one? Maybe. Do make that's what, uh, Hang on, but it, so are you dictating to your secret Santa? Yeah, you put it on a list and whatever. Do you? And then it's well, this, this is what they're no doing. secret Santa exactly. I've ever so heard. I'm like, what's the point? I'll just I'll just buy myself right? nothing. Yeah. <laughs> what you could do is just everybody agree to give each other a one hundred dollar gift voucher, <laughs> that's exactly and then just what, don't do that's it. That's what we're doing. That's essentially it, isn't it? Yeah. So what am I doing? No, I don't like this at all. Yeah. This is the worst system. Who came up with this? Not me. Claire's sister. <laughs> you think I came up with this? No, no. I was going to say your mum came up with no, this. No, my mum. Not it's as not... a joke. Not as a burn on your mum. You just think it was something that I she just would do. seems like something she would. No, no. This is Claire's family. Okay, right. My family yes. do ridiculous gifts. Right. So like we buy the most awful thing possible and then it mm. goes in a circle. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And one year I actually won because yeah. there was some um some some tickets in it for gold class Mason. Oh yeah, nice. And I opened it and I went, huh, it's a blank envelope, real funny. And then I just sat there quietly. <laughs> and I got gold class tickets. Because oh, the person who gave it couldn't admit, no, yeah. there were gold class tickets yeah. in there. And then oh, is that one of those Chris Kringles where somebody can take it from you yes. if they want it? Yeah, right. And so anyway, they expired. So <laughs> No. I forgot. Oh, no. So it may as well have been an empty envelope. May as well have been. Yeah, right. Yeah. This system This system is insane. We'll we'll have discussions about this system after the podcast. We, we sometimes after the podcast we have business to to take care of. And my like we'll watch a Mr. Beast video. Yeah, yeah, but this time it'll just be being, being like explain the logic of this. <laughs> it's not like I can. No. Anyway, what's an idea? Give me an idea. What do I want? You know me. You've met me. You're always here. That's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> two to three hours a week. A t-shirt that doesn't have multiple holes. I there. have another one of these. It's exactly the same, but newer. Huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe a third one. Yeah, maybe. Fuck. I, won't, I, just, I don't know. Folks, li- uh, listeners, <laughs> email in. If you had a $100 limit to give James a present, what would it be? <laughs> What does he want? As yeah, a man? I also need to know like sooner rather than later on the front end of the week. Mm, sure. So we'll read out maybe a few next yeah, right. week. But if you could just keep me posted, Mason. See, I was going to say, who is your secret Santa? I don't know yet. But here's the thing. Yeah, this the the way the rules are laid out in this. No, but the way that the rules are laid out in this, I'm like, maybe you would know. Maybe they're just like, here's your secret. No, it's Santa. like a thing where you. It's like an online thing. You put your email. Oh my in and god! You, and it sends it you out. You put your email. Yeah, in. but like, say, like somebody somebody wants a potted plant. Okay. And so I give them a potted plant. Yeah. And they're like, oh, who gave me this? It's irrelevant because you wrote it down. Right. Like it doesn't. Could have come from everybody paid a hundred bucks. It's fucking. Could have come from matter. Santa. No, Mason. It's not. It's 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 called Secret Santa, but you know the people in the, in the group. Could have come from Santa. It's not though. from Santa, Mason. Oh. It's not from Elf on the Shelf either, Mason. Wow. Yeah. You doing Elf on the Shelf? I'm this doing year? Elf on the Shelf. Wow. Well, he, he does his own thing. It's not up to me, Mason. Mm. It's up to the Elf. Okay, right. That sly bastard. He's so big. Our Elf on the Shelf. You know, little ones. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, our one. Maybe because somebody couldn't find one of reasonable size. It's like three fucking feet big. It's too big. Impossible to place. Right. I'd imagine. You're going to have to hang it in the garden <laughs> on a noose. <laughs> Traumatize your kids. Uh, this is all we can do. I don't know. Just, that's how he finds That's how he, he's comfortable. I don't know. I don't know. What's he going to do tomorrow? Probably the same thing. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone. Uh, grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. For Avatar. Everybody watch Avatar. Everyone have- Wait, we didn't. What am I doing? Why am I shilling for Avatar? <laughs> like, everybody should watch Avatar so we can just, Everybody's either watching Avatar or they're not watching Avatar. It's up to you. I don't know what I was thinking there. It's three hours and ten minutes. He doesn't need my help, and I yeah. don't want to give him any help, James Cameron, this guy. This guy. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll be swept away. Yeah. Okay, bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered.